Episode three of Does It Hold Up? The podcast where we review movies from back in the day, mostly from our childhood and and uh, and uh, on other people's childhoods, I guess uh, people would say. And uh, we tell you whether or not it was good. And today, I'm here as always with my brother Matt. Matt, how are you? I'm I'm well, thank you. Good, good. And we're uh, we're talking about Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Yes. The, uh, I guess the first question that we've got to discuss, Matt, is the pronunciation. Mm. Is it biopic or biopic? I, I mean, I always, I always pronounce it biopic. That's just me. But, uh, I, that's a new one. I've never bio, biopic. Really? Is this a thing? Is this really like, I think do, it's do a thing. It, maybe it's just my thing. But when I think of, you don't say biology. For biology, and you don't say, bio- you don't say, you don't say yeah. biography for biography. So why are we now saying biopic? It's not hyphenated, is it? Uh, I I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think it's just uh, it's just one of those industry terms. I, right. but, um, I never I never really thought about it that much, to be honest. This is a new one for okay. me. Well, tomato, tomato. All right. Well, uh, yeah. We'll we'll move on from that. It's uh, it's, it's, it's tomato. Okay. By the way. Well, all right. Sorry. Um, but <clears throat> we'll move on from that enduring controversy, and it'll come up again, I'm sure, in another episode. But Matt, let's let's oh, yeah. talk. Let's dive in. Dragon. Oh yeah. As always, give us a synopsis, quick, easy, short. What was it? Uh, well, basically, it is the title. Pretty much sums it up. The Bruce Lee story. Uh, it's the story of Bruce Lee, and Bruce Lee, of course icon martial arts expert superstar kind of almost single-handedly created the entire martial arts genre in, in hollywood and uh kind of bridged the gap from between chinese uh, culture asian culture and and american culture and uh this movie is about his struggles and his uh his triumphs and his failures. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's quite a, it's quite a tale, um, sort of done in a, uh, not in a kind of unconventional way. I agree. Um, I agree. But I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to, I'm going to say that it worked. It, it worked yeah. You it. know, yeah, I think, um, I'm, I'm still kind of, cause I just watched this today. So, and it's been years since I watched this. And I remember watching, I, you know, used to watch this a lot when I was a kid, but, um, it's been a really long time and I'm still kind of, I still don't know how to answer whether or not it holds up. I have to say, really, this is interesting. Okay. Go go, explain to me what it is that, uh, that you're struggling with. I mean, well, the thing I, it's definitely, well, there, the, unquestionably, the thing right out of the gate is Jason Scott Lee is fucking amazing in this movie. <laughs> like, it's a great performance. Like, it really is. I agree. Um, he he like he committed so hard to it and uh, got in absolutely like sick shape, like stupidly good shape in this movie. Yes, it's and ridiculous. I had forgotten how good a shape he was he was in. Um, yeah you know but like he's he's in shape that like nowadays all superheroes get into this like 
level of shape it feels like but like back here yeah. in the early 90s this was usually right. they'd put like you know batman was michael keaton where they just put on a really you know right. in his the muscles were in his suit in, in his suit right he didn't actually have to to physically have those muscles so this was kind of yes. a a thing that uh he i don't want to say he started it because you had rambo and schwarzenegger that were doing this but you yeah know, but before. other than those guys though yeah nobody was really getting that jacked you know for a movie so exactly. yeah no it was very novel for the time i think yeah no i agree but, uh, and, and i i agree that they took a chance with with this and and um and the way they shot it and now i will agree the first 20 minutes or so i was like oh i don't know if this is gonna work but i, but I <laughs> you mean when the when the, the the fight with the sailors yes who, who dress like hospital orderlies they yes. like they're wearing these weird i don't their costumes were very confusing to me but um are they american yeah, they're that, supposed to be british right but they look like yeah, they're in they're american like, sailor outfits yeah i yeah that was that was strange but um but yeah it's it kind of um cuz i guess you know rob cohen who directed it i guess his his approach was to basically do rather than a, a, a traditional biopic to do it like a bruce lee movie basically Thank you. To, yes. <laughs> So there are like, you know, fight scenes and and it's kind of it's exaggerated, obviously. But he he and it kind of leans into the sort of legacy and like myth around Bruce Lee. I you agree. Know? And I but I, I, you know, as someone who grew up watching Bruce Lee films, watching mm. the Enter the Dragon, uh, the big boss, um, you know, all yeah, you were really into those. I remember, really yeah. into those movies, and they were really, you know, um, mostly for the martial arts. Uh, but sure. um, I really, I, I really liked it. I could tell immediately. Okay, he's <laughs> totally, totally making this film in the same vein. At least the fight scenes are in the exact yeah. same kind of style as those bruce lee kung fu movies the exaggerated movements the characters it's almost a slapstick it's kind of jackie chan yeah. has a very similar style uh and he's really yeah. in my view piggybacking off of what bruce lee did it's this kind of i'm gonna yeah the, the bad guys are gonna almost be comically bad yeah fighting yeah jackie chan kind of brought in like a buster keaton like chaplin kind of influence yes. to his martial. yes but bruce lee had better Bruce Lee's movies had better. I mean, Chuck Norris was in Bruce Lee's movies, and and you had better martial artists and in, in actual martial artists in, in Bruce Lee movies. Um, I, yeah. I was completely okay with it once I once I kind of it dawned on me uh, that that's yeah. what they were going for. Unlike Interstellar, I for some reason this one hit me like a sledgehammer. Interstellar, I was like, wow, this is a comedy. An hour and a half in. I I'm sorry, um, Interstellar. Not Interstellar. Interspace. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I just couldn't let I couldn't let that slide. No, I'm sorry. I brought, well, everyone needs to know. Yeah, inner space. Sorry. Yeah. Um, for some reason, you. this one hit me right over the head. I was like, oh, clearly they're 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 uh, referencing back to Bruce Lee movies. Um, yeah. So I I was totally good with it. I think that what the other thing that I that I think the movie does a really good job of is that by the end of it, Bruce Lee is like a superhero the way they've they've kind of shot it he's fighting he, there's a demon which they've added in um which you know at, at the time i was like because there was this whole plot subplot of like he has to fight the demon to save his son 
from the same peril. And I'm yeah. like, oh my god, did they do this before the crow? Yeah, like, Jesus, I- like this is going to be, you know, this is a really bad omen, and I can see why. But then they dedicated it to him, so it, they obviously had. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was eerie. That scene at the end when he's trying to save his son from the demon, which is essentially death. Right. You know, it's like, yeah. But yeah, I was reading about it and that was just, you know, a kind of tragic uh, coincidence. But uh, but wow. Yeah. Really eerie. <laughs> tragic and and creepy. I mean, like the whole yeah. and and the fact that Bruce Lee, I didn't realize. I mean, they the movie is long and you feel like wow, look at how much he, he did. And he was only 32 when he, when he died. I know, that's Which is nuts. crazy when you think about all of the things that he did from, you know, from not only Cato, but all of the movies that he did. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize that he was the kind of origin of Kung Fu, which he didn't end up getting, the, the television show. Um, and then he created right. his own form of martial arts and kind of redefined how they did that and when you think about that all of that in the span of really 10 years from when he yeah. comes over from hong kong to to when he eventually dies at 32 it was a it was an amazing kind of story to to pick up on yeah he he accomplished a hell of a lot and and the movie it it, it really packs i mean i think for me I, I like the approach. I think that that's like the correct approach to take doing it sort of like a, one of his, like a Bruce Lee movie. Um, and once I, you kind of, you kind of, uh, embrace that. Yeah. Once you kind of embrace it, 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 it works. One of the things that I'm a huge fan of is, is the cinematography in this movie. Um, yes, I, I love, I don't know, fifties era, the way people shoot fifties, uh, time frame, you know, it's all bright colors, bright green. Yeah. Everyone's in clean suits. There's no, like, it, it, it's just a very kind of leave it to beaver. You know, it's like, uh, what's the movie um, with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Tobey Maguire? Uh, uh, Pleasantville. Pleasantville. Yeah, it's like yeah. That, that type of style of cinematography. It's just very appealing to watch and look at and they have a lot of that at the early part of this movie that i think is really really cool yeah yeah it was it was visually good and yeah i think i think for me the only the real issue was just because you know virtue of the fact that they're trying to jam an entire guy's entire life into two hours it's just so jam-packed that at a certain point like i mean some of the the more dramatic moments didn't necessarily have the weight that uh, I feel like they should have because it was so condensed and like, you know, like, and, and some of the, the choices they made were a little obvious in terms of like, like the scene where the scene where he finds out that David Carradine has been cast and they've made, Kung, they basically stole Kung Fu. He basically kind of came up with the idea for the show. Right. And then they ended up stealing it and making it without him. Yes. When he, he he watches like the premiere episode of that while he's watching it and like really all crestfallen, he gets a phone call yes. and he picks up the phone and he goes, my father's dead. Right. <laughs> and that was like, I was like, whoa, okay. That's, I mean, that's a lot to pack into one scene, but okay. Right. But that it's, it's that kind of thing. That kind of stuff was like, kind of went like, kind of graded me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I think they could have taken more time with some of those moments. Um, and again, they've, they've, uh, they probably made a mistake in 
the way they shot it and choosing to have more fight scene, like the scene yeah. fight scene, some of the fight scenes go on for longer than you need to and certain things, but I mean, it's Bruce Lee. So, I mean, it's come on, yeah. you, you got to fill it with, with fight scenes. It's not, you know, no one wants to go see yeah. a Bruce Lee movie and you cut out all the fighting. Exactly. And that's kind of like, well, but and that also is, a, it's a challenge because you're, you're making a movie about this guy but of course, like you said, everyone's going to want to see fights. Like, you know, that's the whole, you know, the whole thing. That's his thing. So how do you like work that into the movie? And, uh, you know, and, and I think, you know, uh, the fight scenes are are really entertaining. I mean, they're they're you know ridiculous. I mean, the, right out of the gate, the one with the sailors um, yeah. slash hospital orderlies that he I mean, that's that's really great. And it sets the tone for the movie really well. But I love the part when when his shirt gets ripped off and he's just like glistening, yeah. like oh, he, immediately he's so oiled up. Like he's got he's a just... he has got a gland problem. Like he is immediately <laughs> so yes. sweaty. It's like he warmed up. It's like he's a boxer <laughs> and he's done twenty minutes of cardio before coming out to fight these guys because he is. You're absolutely right. Yeah. He looks like he's been running for twenty minutes by the time his shirt comes off. Yeah, every every take, I feel like there was somebody off camera with like a spray bottle just waiting um because he is he is glistening um but um but i love i mean just talking about jason scott lee and his performance it's an because it's an amazingly uh physical performance like in terms of obviously the the you know as we said the ridiculous shape he got in but also the way he moves and he really does a great job of capturing Bruce Lee's movements and especially the thing I loved about it is the little, you know, the little vocal ticks that Bruce Lee had. Oh you know, yeah. That's that stuff because it, he just, he nailed that. And when he would, there's a few moments in the movie when he goes like full shit house, Bruce Lee. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, well, those, that was really great. It actually, it's weirdly when I was watching it, it kind of made me think, and I don't know if I would say this about Bruce Lee himself, but at least in the performance, he almost felt like a Kung Fu Michael Jackson kind of. He did have like, that kind of. Because, yes. you know, Michael Jackson had those like those also those kind of like vocal ticks and things he would do that were kind of like almost like his he was his he um his body. He was like possessed or something yes. by by the music or in this case, Bruce Lee just like possessed by. Uh, kung fu and by his 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 physicality were like he he's just like i love that aspect of his performance i yeah. thought that was like really and I, cool i thought his 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 uh kung fu his martial arts skills was were so good yeah. i actually looked up to see him like is he actually a mar was he a martial artist before he he did this film and and what i found yeah. was no he he actually trained yeah. at the bruce lee center under someone who trained with Bruce Lee and he actually yeah. continues to train ever since to this day, he continues <laughs> to train and he is a trainer. He's a certified instructor in, in Bruce Lee's oh, that's cool. uh, Kung Fu or form of Kung Fu. So um, yeah. And I would imagine that, that, that the director, when you have someone who's physically gifted and able to do a lot of the scenes, it, yeah. it makes for uh, an easier job. Uh, for them because they can physically do the things that and not you don't have to you know use slide a hand and and the way you shoot things so that um it looks like it's him when it's not him and and the types of things that you can do so i think they he was really really good at that you brought up a good point yeah. though with this type of movie where it's like it it's a struggle to balance 
somebody whose main notoriety is from his physical, from the martial arts skills, from what he's doing physically. Yeah. And how do you, you know, showcase that because that is who he is. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then also tell this broader story that people don't know. I, I think of, you know, a, a more recent example is when Will Smith did Ali, you know, and how, mm. how do you, you know, when I went into that film, not to talk about a different film than we're talking about now, but when I went into the Ali, I was expecting a lot more fighting a lot more mm, of the actual yeah. boxing and there's not a lot of boxing in Ali. It's a lot more about that type of thing. So it's just two different kind of ways of doing it. And I, I thought given yeah. the fact that they made the decision up front at the beginning that they're going to stylize a lot of this kind of in the same vein as the Bruce Lee movie that you kind yeah. of, you set it in stone at that point that you were going to have to do a lot of fights because that, that style requires that because otherwise I don't know that you can do a serious drama and have that kind of intensity that a Bruce Lee film usually brought. And I, I think it would have come off a yeah. little weird if, if, if you hadn't done that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, it's the correct approach I think. And, um, but yeah, I mean, those, yeah, the, the fight scenes and the fight scenes are, are awesome. But one, um, my favorite is the is the one on the set of the big boss which uh which is it's my favorite one slash it's one it's the most ridiculous like everything about that scene is so ludicrous like like the fact that they're making this movie and then this guy shows up who i guess is the brother of the guy (laughs) he fought earlier and and nobody like his name's um, excuse me yeah, oh, t- right, right. Like nobody goes like, hey, okay, who's this guy? And then no they, one they, start, they have a no one's no, of course they're not. They're they're filming it, you know. I, they they get into this massive fight, this brutal fight, uh, and no one does Alone. anything. <laughs> no, yes. no one attempts to stop them. Nobody like nobody does anything. I'm, I was so there's that a lot thing, of plot holes in that in that scene particularly because I mean. Also, to be fair, in that scene, Bruce Lee uh, shatters gigantic blocks <laughs> of ice with one punch. So, I mean, if this, if we're, if that's where we're going, I guess logic is out the window. But well, uh, <laughs> yes, logic is out the window. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. He shattered blocks of ice. Look, there are things in lots of action movies that are just ridiculous, and we all accept that. Yes, that one is 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 a little dramatic. I would say the plot holes are more than that. Bruce Lee is preparing for a fight, or I should say Jason, the character, is preparing for a fight off camera, and then they say action, and he's still (laughs) punching training bags as if, like... So there's a plot hole in the sense that when I watched it the first time and the second time, I'm like, still going, did they know? Like, is this guy the actor, and it just happens to be part of, like... And then... You don't know that it's not part of it until he rips the film out of the out of the camera, and then the director goes, "You'll never work in this town again." And I'm like, and I then know, the next thing is, it's like he's being carried out around him on his shoulders, and I'm going, "Well, none of it, none of it, none of it makes sense." But it was just yeah. an example of a fight that happened, and it was Bruce Lee, and and you know, I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. I accept it. Yeah, no, it was, and it was, I mean, it's a fun scene, and, because I remember loving that when I was a kid, too, like, I was, and I was, and, like, uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it was just, it was just preposterous, like, he's I He's getting couldn't... drowned at one point, like, he 
he fakes yeah. his own death in a puddle and nobody nobody yeah, comes I to know. stop you know like they're filming uh, it. they're filming it they're filming the death of Bruce Lee basically <laughs> presumably in this in this moment and and no one comes to to, to yeah. stop the guy like I and, and, and they're, I guess it's like oh well what <laughs> just I mean, like no just think about this that is the star <laughs> Of a film yet to be released, being yeah. murdered on camera, and no yeah. one stops it, and it's like you're sitting there. No, going, they're like, "Hey, this is this is great. This will wow. be the best scene in the movie." Right, and they're like, "But they, well, what are you going to do with the ending scenes? I don't know yet, but that was great. So we're just going to have to kill him <laughs> off. He dies here. That's the ending of the movie. We just rewrote the ending. Exactly. <laughs> Tiny rewrote uh, the ending of Big Boss, evidently <laughs> in the moment. Yeah, um, I was reading. You know, it's funny the the Wikipedia, the Wikipedia on this movie is like surprisingly thorough. I was not prepared for that. Like, it's really they, they really go into detail on this but um i was fans, reading man. and yeah uh but just just to confirm it says the attack of bruce on the set of the big boss is also fictional as is his ability to break a 200 pound block of ice with his fist during the fight thank you so for just in case that. we had any you know doubt about that we can that's been disproven so oh, good. yeah one of Not, the un- yeah you couldn't actually do it one of the uh i think one of the better parts of the movie and, the, and i think what really helped sell this movie is i thought his wife played by um lauren holly sorry thank you lauren holly his wife played by lauren holly i thought she was fantastic i thought yeah i thought that their relationship was good i thought the chemistry was pretty good between them i thought that all worked uh i I, yeah uh, clearly you and i are on different pages here because i really thought this one was was fine i i was like go no i i I I enjoyed it. I just I guess for me ultimately, I can't. Um, it di- it didn't entirely work just because there was there was just too much they tried to put into it and it didn't have the impact I think I wanted it to have, like emotionally. Yeah. Although Jason Scott Lee is is fantastic in it and um and there and, and you know and I like the way he's portrayed. Like his character is complex and you know uh you know he has a lot of internal struggle and uh, obviously a lot of ambition but like um but clearly also some anger issues and Definitely you know the got movie some anger issues. Is, yeah and the movie is pretty upfront about that and um and you know i liked i also liked and it was something i kind of forgot about the scene when they go to see breakfast at tiffany's in yes the okay so th- i'm and, glad you brought yeah. this up i wrote this down because of mm. all of the scenes see you forgot about it but of all the scenes in that movie that lingered with me the longest when I watched it when I was a kid. Was oh yeah, no, I, I remember that scene. Yeah, that scene. Because, and yeah, the, the 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 reaction of her laughing and him not yeah. laughing, and that yes. whole that scene for whatever reason out of well, all of them stuck with me for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, because for me, I think it was probably the first time that I realized that oh shit, this is actually really offensive and. It was it, it was the first movie that kind of introduced me to that idea that there, of the idea of racial stereotypes and like <clears throat> because I remember I remember us listening to do you remember um, I think it was like Buddy Hackett had like a, 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 he had a bit where he was like pretending to be like a Chinese waiter or something yes and I remember listening to that and like you know and laughing and whatever and then I saw this and I was like oh shit wait that's like really offensive and yeah. and this movie was kind of. Uh, you know, educational in that way, honestly, that, cause that scene, 
had, I had this had the same impact for me. Like that was probably the thing I remembered most about it actually was, you know, this movie kind of showed me that, Oh wow. Yeah. This is, that's, this is uh not cool. Yeah, exactly. That and the scene and the two images that stick in my head is, is the, is the uh, breakfast at Tiffany scene uh, in the mm-hmm. movie theater. And the one that I always thought of was the ending scene is the, the end, the way they end it with him standing on the, on the mm. uh, steps with the sun behind them and him doing, you know, that those two visuals for me are what, yeah. before I rewatched it, what stuck with me. I, I think that, you know, with, with this podcast, we kind of talk about whether it held up or not. Um, I think from a, from a movie watching standpoint, it held up perfectly fine. There's really not much in it um, that, that doesn't really conform with normal movie. Like it's not something that I would, um, say is the greatest movie out there but uh sure yeah yeah i i enjoy the there were you know um i the score is amazing which i'd forgotten about the uh randy edelman the score he did yeah the main like main theme of this movie it's been used in a lot of like trailers i think it was in like actually the forrest gump trailer and like but uh it's the score is like really good i um i was i was impressed by that for, for, so, um, so I just want to make sure. So, this you, 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 where do you stand on does it hold up? Does it hold up? Uh, because honestly, you're saying because yeah, because I'm going to just say you think I, that it was a great performance. You yeah. think that the fighting was was great. You thought the score was fantastic. Yeah. And yet you. Think I guess that I the, like this movie. I guess you like this movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that out of you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, think you I guess you want yeah. to not like it. I think that's. I think you feel like you should say it yeah. doesn't hold up because it. Maybe you think it has some plot holes, but I think deep down there's like a a, a little bit of you that's going. Oh, I just really like this movie, but I I shouldn't like this movie yeah. for for these. Yeah, reasons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's just like, yeah, maybe it's the the writer and me thinking about how it's just so. Is everything is so condensed and like I mean the scene. Well, it's funny because I was watching the scene when he starts when Bruce and his wife open up the the, the school and start teaching people um, Jeet Kune Do, which is his um, fighting style that he created. Yeah. And uh, he this you know this young boy comes and delivers a scroll to to them that 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 basically. Uh, it turns out he's like summoned by the, I guess like the, I don't know, the mayor of karate or like, yes, I don't the, know. The, but council, I guess... the karate council of San <laughs> yes, Francisco. Yes. Of which, which is surely, not explained. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, so these, these, these guys basically who I guess speak for the, they represent the entire Chinese community in San Francisco are basically telling him, Hey, it's not cool that you're teaching karate to non Chinese people. And, um, and, unfortunately we'll have to settle there's no other way to settle this but through combat yeah it was a trial by combat it's like there's simply no recourse but for for you to fight an opponent of our choosing um and which that whole thing seemed so ridiculous to me and i was like well and then the the location was a stone like fortress like from mortal combat Like and I'm yeah. going. This is in San Francisco. And, where where is this? I know. Where is the stone like, oh, amphitheater? 
and they're all dressed in like you know these black get like like garbs that like we just saw them in in like civilian clothes and playing you know cards in this bar and now they're like you know dressed it's it that was like okay i mean because most because i was like you know in real life it was probably like the chinese someone in the chinese community was like hey you know we don't want you to teach non-Chinese people karate and Bruce Lee was like, yeah, okay, well, I'm still going to do it. And they were probably like, okay. Yeah. And that was the end of it. Like that was probably what really happened. But instead they create this entire like huge epic fight sequence, which is also they use as, as a reason to, um, to have his back injury happen. Yeah. But so because wait, how that, did his back injury actually happen? He actually hurt it, uh, weightlifting, <laughs> not as, which is, you know, to be fair, not as uh, cinematically exciting. Um, but but I don't know if they needed to create. I don't know. Maybe it was inventive of them to do it that way. Was but, he um, actually in traction? He I be, I believe I couldn't. I was doing some research and I I I can't, I can't really. I don't really know a lot about how the extent of the actual in, uh, injury. But um, I know it happened when he was weightlifting. But um, but the thing that, that was in my research I discovered was kind of interesting is that I guess apparently something like that. Did ha- did happen actually? Okay, um, so there's a kernel of truth. That's all I'm hoping for. Yeah, I, but although it wasn't like um, it was, I guess somebody, this guy, this um, this this um, martial artist, um, the Jerry Curl. We're we talking about the Jerry curled uh, fighter that 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 somehow has nails of steel that like create like five claw marks on his chest in like a split yes. second of, yes. of time. Yes, this yeah, but I, I guess uh, the guy who he was based on um, actually like uh, challenged him to a fight, and um, and Bruce Lee won. But I, I guess apparently it, it's kind of a, a controversial thing, like because like according to the the guy who fought him, it was you know like a twenty minute long battle, and it ended basically with um without a clear winner basically but then bruce's people like his wife and they claim it was over in like three minutes and and bruce like wiped the floor with them so it's i think it's kind of one of those like sort of legends of his uh you know of long jack man that was his name long jack man i've never i mean i've never seen the the name the, the wong is is fairly common but the jack man is interesting i've never I've never seen that name, but anyway, is he, a, he I mean, was, maybe he's he was a, surprised. maybe he's a, a relative of Hugh Jackman. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just realized that. Wow. Yes. This is his, this is Hugh Jackman's long lost brother. Um, <laughs> Jackman, Jackman. Oh my God. Wow. Oh boy. That's going to go listen, over like a lead balloon. Yeah, this, <laughs> a I feel like, joke. yeah, I feel like we're venturing into offensive territory. We are not, for the record, all names are beautiful, and uh, yeah, I think we should probably make that clear. But Wong Jack Man was a was a uh, a real a real guy, and a uh, um, and he either and won he, or guess, lost. He 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 claims that there was no uh, there was no winner, no clear winner, basically. Um, and he says that. Uh, and he says he the challenge uh, he issued to him had nothing to do with his teaching of non Chinese people, but was just really he didn't like uh, it, just didn't like him. Basically, yeah. It says it, ultimately it really had to do with with Bruce's personality <laughs> he just because didn't like him. Bruce 
He had publicly denounced other styles of martial arts and had previously accepted and won a challenge fight issued by a karate practitioner who had taken offense at his comments. So Bruce, Bruce Lee, and I guess he was known to sort of like, he, he was not one to, to shy away from challengers. Like basically anyone who challenged him, he would fight. Um, so I guess this guy just was like, Bruce is getting a little too big for his britches. I need to take him down a peg. Um, but, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it worked out too well for it. It definitely <laughs> didn't. He ended up being the, uh, he ended up being tiny's brother who got mopped on know, the floor right? by Bruce Lee in a, in a biopic twice, twice in a biopic and yeah. a biopic yeah. or biopic. <laughs> Biopic sound that sounds like a medical condition. It does, it does, but I'm telling you, biology or a, or a procedure. Biology, biography, everything with the bi, unless it's hyphenated, bio, Bi- unless it's hyphenated is biology. It would be biology if we go with biology. your your pronunciation or bi biography, biology. Biograph- um, just saying. Just something for everyone to think about. Um, yeah, we're, so, we're we're asking the big questions on big this podcast. Questions. All right, so the ultimate, the other ultimate thing I wanted to ask you about is the samurai demon. How you mm. thought that worked in it? I, uh, you know, Bruce Lee mysteriously drops into a coma. Uh, yeah, and you know, all I can think of is brain tumor. They, I feel like they allude to him having like these kind of episodes of like you know, where he mm. would just kind of space out and hallucinate. I feel like, especially the last scene in Enter the Dragon where Oh, I never thought about that. Where yeah. he's like, so I was, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, oh, well, maybe they're trying to suggest that, that he's been having these issues and he's hallucinating these and seeing these, uh, these visions and, and that it's all part of that. It wasn't just a, huh. a, a what would you call it? A device, a, a storytelling device for the director to kind of say something. It was more that they were actually trying to say that he was having that. But um, I, yeah, I only, I only really saw it as a, as a device personally, but, um, but I thought it was, you know, as far as the storytelling device, I thought it was good. And I thought um, it was smart and, um, and, you know, paid off pretty well when he strangles them with the nunchucks. That was pretty cool. Oh, um, but I was, you know, I was, but I was reading about because yeah his because his you know his death was so sudden and tragic he was only thirty two years old and it was you know kind of mysterious and but I was reading about it and I guess the the um they they basically kind of said that it was because of uh, that um, it was a combination of overexertion and heat stroke that kind of that basically it caused a cerebral edema i guess is what they is what they say um and uh cerebral edema i think it's 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 basically like um swelling in the brain a cerebral um, a demon edema cerebral edema oh you missed my uh, pun you missed my pun wait oh, what did i what did i <laughs> it's a cerebral a demon Oh, oh my God! Mm, I'm there for wow. you. All right, keep them. They're gonna keep you coming here. They're bad. Come on, <laughs> they're really bad. No, I did. That's yeah. I did not make that connection. But uh, but yeah, this cerebral edema uh, is it typically causes impaired nerve function, increased pressure within the skull, and can eventually lead to direct compression of brain tissue and blood vessels. So, so yeah. I and mean, I guess he'd been having headaches, and but um. One thing that was kind of interesting because they they mentioned this heat stroke thing might have been involved is I didn't realize 
that he, Bruce Lee, in real life, uh, had his underarm sweat glands removed. Uh, How did he get so glistening? Considering How did he get yeah, so glistening without underarm exactly, sweat glands? Exactly, that's my question. That's my question. What do you mean but he got them removed? So you can get those removed? Apparently, it's because it says he had his underarm sweat glands removed in late 1972 in the apparent belief that underarm sweat was unphotogenic on film, which is wow. That is of, yeah, commitment. Kind of Holy I mean, yeah, God! This guy, this guy was going to be a fucking movie star, like no matter what. He they was did like, not I, put... I'm, I'm going to, but but it, but they've said that that that. Um, probably contributed to his death because it would because without the sweat glands it causes his body to overheat. So you know, and he you know, and this is a guy who's constantly exercising and working out and training and all that. And I and I guess just all that sort of um, all that exertion and without the sweat the the sweat glands, it eventually kind of caused heat stroke that exacerbated the cerebral edema. You know, and and which basically led to his death, is what it says. Wow. So, yeah. They so left was, that out of the movie. I can't believe that they left. I I know that is the, the, the crucial. The, the sweat gland removal sequence. The, the, yeah, that was that was left on the cutting room floor. The the yeah. the, the conversation with his wife about needing to get get his underarm yeah. sweat glands removed because. That would be the, it's the only thing preventing about. me from being a superstar, honey. Exactly. Is all of I, this if sweat. not if not for if not for the the the, the underarm sweat, he would have won an Oscar, man. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, all right. So I guess we got a mixed bag here. I think it holds up. Uh, and uh, Matt. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna it. go ahead and say. I'm gonna go ahead and say it holds up. It He's holds gonna say up. it holds up reluctantly. This is a. This yeah. Is a, he's uh, it holds against up. my better judgment, um, because objectively, the the movie is you know has issues. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I think it's pretty clear, you know, what they're what they're trying to do, and I think they achieved what they set out to with it. So, all right. So two. I'm gonna give pass. Two votes of holds up. All right. So we gotta we gotta get the the next one. Let's do it. All right, so we're going to try something a little different now for the next podcast. Uh, Matt has got a, a list of movies that uh, that we're kind of working our way through uh, in no particular order, and what we kind of do off uh, off air, I guess, is the only way I can say it, off the podcast. We pick a number randomly, and uh, we see which one we land on, and that's the one we do. So we're going to do that here now. Uh, Matt, let's look at the list now. Which one are we doing? Are we doing the '90s list? Or are we doing the '80s list? Uh, well, the the nine. I mean, I know we just did a '90s one, but uh, the '90s one is pretty. We there are many more options. I think the '80s list is a little shorter. Um, I personally, I think the '90s is is the way to go because I think that's got there's some there's some gems in here that I think All are right. ripe for for some watching. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm gonna give you a number. <laughs> And we're okay. going to go with 27. 27. From the top. Oh, good one. Number 27 on the list is none other than House Guest, oh. starring Sinbad and Phil Hartman. Oh. Yes. Oh, this, this, is may a, be, this may be painful that, to watch. Good, 
Good pick. No, I'm I'm so excited. Okay, I'm glad. It's Sinbad and Phil Hart. Two comic legends. And my memory of this movie is that it was hilarious. Okay. So, what year are we talking? When when was when was this? This is like I think this is 95. 95. 1995. Okay. My distinct yeah. memory of Sinbad is from yeah. Comic Relief mm. 1994, I think. And he mm. came on and did a a uh segment, a comedy segment, and all he talked about was the O.J. Simpson case and the riots in L.A. And that's all he talked about. Yeah. And that is how I learned yeah. about oh. the O.J. Simpson and L.A. riot case. My entire understanding oh. of that up until that point was from Sinbad's comedic right. chops, basically. He's a, yeah, I mean, he's a teacher, man. He was a teacher. He also had the show. What was his show? Sinbad. He was this, he was uh, like, uh, didn't he have a show? Sinbad. Hanging with Sinbad? Sinbad, he was a coach. Yeah, but I think he was a teacher. <laughs> no, that's hanging with Mr. Cooper. You think you're thinking of hanging with Mr. Cooper? No, but he um, had a. No, no, no. no. I know that. I'm not, yeah, that's, that's bad. But that's not the one I'm um, talking about. Yes, if I he, thought that that was the one I was thinking of, then yes, it would be really bad yes, that I just appropriated yes. any black man com- comic was that. Actually, no. You're. I mean, he no, had one. He, he was, was a teacher coach. or a coach. He was a coach on a different world. Okay, um, there we so go. Yes. So he he was a coach. Also. Um, the star of the aptly titled The Sinbad Show. Okay. Well, he also was a teacher turned uh, turned football star in Necessary Roughness, which a, a movie oh we gosh. should definitely uh, Necessary. Yes. look at at some point because I would love to look at that because somehow he was a teacher and somehow got onto the field to play nose tackle for the for the college. I never oh explained God. how that happens. What? Uh, what okay? What was that that movie? It's a football movie. It's a football yeah, yeah. movie with uh, the star from uh, Quantum Leap, the, Scott Bakula, right? Yes, he and he comes out of retirement. He's like a forty year old, but somehow he still has some eligibility left. And he also has um, who's the old this guy? I love this actor. This is a character actor. Everyone knows who he is, but only my brother will know his name. The mm. the character actor who's always angry and yelling. And he's um, give me some credits. What else is he? He in? was what in Independence in? Day. He was the main general behind Bill Pullman. Oh, uh, Robert Loja. Thank you, Robert Loja, the angry, cantankerous. He plays such a good, and he's the coach. He's one of the coaches, oh, and he is just he yeah. is in all of his yelling greatness. He is fantastic. And oh my god! Relevant. Yeah, so we got we got to do that. Jason Bateman's in it. Rob Schneider's in it. What? Yes. Wow. Rob Schneider is the is the is the announcer, and oh he just God. all he does is he goes he just does his Saturday Night Live bit, but from the stands yeah. he just goes, <laughs> just I can't even do it. He goes making copies. He does that type of thing. Oh but gosh. From the from the PA system in necessary. Oh my God. So, anyways. I think- we don't, we're, we've gone off topic far too much on Necessary Roughness. As you can see, my brother and I can go down and talk movies for hours and we gotta, whatever little pathway it leads us. But um, we got to do that one. Well, that one will have to be done eventually. But that is not what our next movie is. Our next movie yep. is going to be House Guest, Phil House Hartman, Guest. Sinbad, and uh, yes. we'll see how it, how it holds up. Matt, until, until the next time, uh, we'll... Uh, We'll talk here soon. 
Absolutely, sir. And you've got your work cut out in this episode for the editing, so good luck. Yeah, i got to cut out the domestic disturbance that happened in the middle of it, so that's going to be fun. Yeah.